0: what the hell do the do the executive commenters not understand about any of that
1: new pump killer
0: why are they telling me that this has to be about money
1: shifty con man there's one
0: thing that joe button is gonna do is turn the internet upside down for real Stank. two things according to the internet because that's one well that's true and then the
2: internet says that it's one thing joe button's gonna do fumble the bag that's crazy kill
1: hey what's going on motherfuckers it's your boy big pump killer aka mr 36 and 0 aka big pump profit aka the grim reaper the joe Button podcast aka the Adlib assassin and welcome to internet executive live i'm here with yog as usual yog how you doing today
2: doing well man doing well getting ready to break down all these topics we have
1: yeah you know we spoke i think it was over the weekend and we debated like is it even worth doing it this week? And it just seemed like, you know, as the days went on, Joe supplied us with more and more things to talk about. So here we are, and we're ready to discuss it all. Are you ready?
2: Yeah, of course. Let's jump right into it.
1: All right. Let's 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 start with some light topics today. Let's talk about the new set. What are you personally thinking about uh, this new set, Yog?
2: I, I mean, so off the t- off rip, I don't like the new artwork uh the old artwork was iconic it was a huge part of the podcast i mean it's their merch for crying out loud like the fact that they're getting rid of it is insane to me uh the lights are distracting in my opinion but i do like the new layout with everybody kind of at an equal level the couches and the armchairs i think i think they did a good job with that i just miss the old artwork you know it's kind of like a departure from you know the roots of the pod
1: yeah i feel you i mean like as far as the actual setup, I like I like everything. I'm not I'm not opposed to the new artwork. It's just like nothing's ever going to touch that those three posters that used to yeah. be in the back. But at the same time, you know, that was when Rory and Maul were there. This is a new chapter. And honestly, I mean, this set is probably the most positive thing I have to say about the pod recently, especially since they changed the lighting from that uh pink and purple up top that they were going yeah. with.
2: Yeah, yeah, that that was bad. This is this is much better for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, and this is still at Park's house, right? If I'm correct,
2: um, I don't. I, they haven't said anything to elude otherwise, so I would assume so. Yeah,
1: I notice his dirty ass leg is no longer in the corner either.
2: Nope, no. And um, the one thing that I, I kind of alluded to there was that everybody's on the same level now. Like nobody's on a uh, like a stool or mm-hmm. elevated almost above. Joe, not that there's any imagery to that, but I think it, it looks better like aesthetically to have everybody kind of on the same. Uh, yeah, ice yeah. ice
1: was definitely uncomfortable in that chair. I don't know if more. Sure. I don't know if Maul used to be comfortable in the chair. Probably because you know it was a better view for everyone to see his outfits and whatnot. But yeah, if I was if I was doing a three hour podcast, I don't want to sit on that fucking high chair. That got to be hella uncomfortable, man.
2: Yeah, he's a weird guy. You know, we all know this. And uh, yeah, and he, he he wanted the view and the attention, obviously, from it as well, too.
1: What I will say regarding the new set is like, yes, it looks great. It looks more professional. But at the same time, it doesn't capture that essence of just some boys chilling anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, maybe it looks too professional. I personally like the picture. I like it all. But at the same time, that would be my only gripe. Whereas now it, now it looks too industry, but, but I guess this was needed. I, maybe I wouldn't find an issue with it if it was Rory and mall still there. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I, 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 do want to point out, like, I do like the artwork. It just, I mean, come on. Like it can't compare to those other three portraits that they printed on a t-shirt and sold. But, and as far as industry goes, it still feels like it's in a basement. Someone in the comments just said, it's not in the same spot. They said it's more space. It's probably just a different room in his house. Yeah. So it, it, like, if it was like, it's not like everyday struggle industry. Like, it's not at that level of, oh, this is clearly inside of an office somewhere, multiple camera shots and whatever.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure if, uh, I'm pretty sure it's still at Park's house because, you know, you see those three lights up top, those were at Park's house. And the only thing that's making me say it's not is there used to be a door over by where, and I'm talking about the new place, not the not the yeah. old place. The old the new place also had a door right in yep. that corner where that soundproofing is by ice. So I'm not sure. Yeah. I think it maybe it's just the other side of the room. He's also said Savon and Alex are in another room now, so that he doesn't have to look at him and all that stuff.
2: Interesting. So, okay, yeah. Savon and Alex used to be in the uh the kitchen at Parks old place, right? That was the setup there. No, they
1: they they were right behind was that the camera. The...
2: D- oh, okay. Because I knew Erickson was behind
1: the camera. Okay. Yeah. Joe was saying they were all squished behind the camera like some sardines or some shit. So, okay.
2: That must have been a joke.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about Rory and Maul quick. Are are they taking too much time, Yog? Like, I mean, obviously, whenever they drop, whenever they drop, the diehard fans are going to be there. They're going to be ready and, and coming. So, but are they are they not capitalizing off the hype of this entire situation we have going right now?
2: I'll go as far as that they did it. They didn't capitalize off of it. The the time to capitalize off of all of the drama and Joe it being a trending topic, that came and went. They're they must be doing that intentionally. They have to know that, hey, if we had dropped like that week, basically the week after that they made their like two dollar like pay per view. That that their views would have been astronomical just because it's still in everybody's mind. The way the internet works is it's not a trending topic a month later. Joe's moved on outside of like a few subliminal disses and just Joe being Joe. I don't think he's the trending topic that like they needed to get that initial boost. They're still gonna have the diehard fans, and obviously, if they drop with a bunch of drama. Yeah, that's that's going to boost it for sure and maybe reinvigorate the, the trending topic. But for now, it's like they're they're kind of going to this blind. And I don't know if that's what they wanted to do. Like they wanted to separate themselves from it and kind of just move forward without touching it. But it feels like a wasted opportunity. What do you think?
1: I think I mean, they should have had that pod ready to go maybe last week, two weeks ago. I mean, yeah, I agree. At least at least a week after that video that everyone loved. Now on yeah. the screen, I just put up this picture of Mulrory and Belly. Do we think yep. they're going to go with maybe like a, a pull-up style show, like where they're just going to go around and talk to an artist here or there? Maybe they're shooting a bunch of stuff right now and just getting content in the can. Maybe they're going to. Maybe Belly's not the only one they've talked to. Maybe it's going to be this is how they're going to approach the show. It's not going to be your standard podcast from them that we've been accustomed yeah.
2: to, and that kind of plays back into the theory or the idea that Joe's alluded to and the internet has also alluded to that he's threatened to sue them if they make a pod. Mm -hmm. And if they do a like pull up interview series slash show that's on YouTube, it's not a podcast. I don't know if that might be their thinking going into it or they're just like, hey, we potted enough or we don't think we could make a good pod. But hey, we have a dope interview series. We know a lot of artists. We know a lot of interesting people in the industry. Why don't we just get them in a room and ask them questions? And since Joe lost his Cash App sponsorship, like what's the state of Pull Up? What is that going to look like? Is that something he's even interested in doing anymore? So they might just be filling that hole and leveraging all of their industry connections to the industry.
1: Now what I'll say is I'll be completely down with this idea if they, if they if they're dropping two pods a week and the second pod is a format like this. I mean, I'm not going to be against it until I actually check it out if this is what they're going with. But I think having a regular pod and then maybe another day a week, you sit down with an artist and just shoot the shit. I hope it's not like a, a Belly retrospect about what he's doing in his career. I hope they're just chilling, kicking it. And, you know, I I really don't care what Belly has to say. He's a great rapper. He, I mean, I loved his Mumble Rap album. Personally, I don't find him that interesting to hear him sit and talk about his music career. So hopefully he's just up there shooting the shit with those guys, but I guess only time will tell at this point.
2: Absolutely. And uh, Fax Kellerman in the chat just said, Maul is a professional NBA friend. He's just waiting for the season to be over. <laughs> um, so I, I think that kind of plays into the idea that it's like they, they know a lot of people. and like you said, hearing someone's life story from Rory and Mall, like, I don't know if there's gonna be much there, but if they can get like an NBA player, for example, another artist to come in and just talk about what's going on in the industry at that moment that could be interesting like get their takes on it be like hey well you're an expert in this or oh hey something like this happened to you in your career how about you explain it to us in a unique way that only you can provide like that type of content would be very engaging I think
1: yes yeah definitely would and uh, also in the Rory and mall this week we got a kevin durant tweet now me and you spoke off air about this and we're not sure if this is directed towards joe but the way it is written out i mean yo you want to read it for the people and then we could get into it
2: absolutely kevin durant tweeted mans will do anything to advance their careers in this media shit wanting to be accepted by an industry that they will dispose of you whenever they please keep me out of all that corny ass talk about who's better and legacy and all that dumb ass shit. I don't even talk like that.
1: Now, when you told me about this tweet, I, I you know, I did my due diligence. I looked around if maybe Joe had said something or you know, sent the subliminal Kevin Durant's way. I didn't see anything which led me to believe maybe he's talking shit behind the scenes and it got back to KD through the grapevine. But I mean, the way this te- the, the way this tweet is worded out, I mean, I don't see who else it could be to. It it has Joe Button written all over it. Am I wrong?
2: <laughs> it it absolutely does. But yeah, I saw it in your Discord. Um, by the way, if anybody wants to join, uh join the BPK Discord, join us in there. We we talked about it and they said it was about someone else in like the basketball industry, like someone who does media in basketball. I don't know. Um Jason Williams, that's the name. Uh I don't follow like the NBA that much, so I, I don't know anything about that. But like you said, man, like this just screams Joe Button. Like wanting to be accepted by an industry that will dispose of you whenever they please. Just, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it's not to Joe, I mean, if the shoe fits. And it's certainly his size. It's certainly his size. Now, uh, also in the JBP this week, something funny has been going on these last few days, week, week and a half. Mr. I don't want guests on my show, Joe Budden. He seems to be heavily relying on guests. Now, first we had Cat Williams, and now uh, Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator fame. The irony of that, first of all. And what, are, what is going on here, yo? I mean, Joe Budden used to sit up there and brag, we're not guest-reliant. We don't need guests. I don't want to talk to you people. And then, you know, this man had aspirations of a Drake interview, of a Hove interview. And we're getting Cat Williams and Chris Hansen. I mean, if this isn't an indication of where the network is, which is in the toilet, I don't know what is. I mean, but before you give me your take, am I hating or are Chris Hansen and Cat Williams in 2021? Would you say they're C-list or D-list? Because they're certainly not A or B.
2: Yeah, I I would say at this point cat williams is definitely a d-list celebrity i I love him as a stand-up comedian um all of his specials excellent just some of the hardest you'll ever laugh but a lot of those were shot in like 03 05 like as far as his relevancy now i think even he would admit it's fallen off a little bit and as chris hansen goes maybe like middling c c tier he's got a youtube channel he's been on some other big podcasts I i don't know like relevancy Fades comes and goes. So, my thoughts on this: it's the safe route. That's why Joe Biden always criticized it. Getting guests and like you know, rotating people that are on press run tours—very safe way to like keep your numbers elevated above what they they should be if it was just you talking. And since he doesn't have co-hosts clearly that he believes can carry a show to the same levels it used to be, he's relying on press run guests to come through and make things more interesting and dynamic and kind of capitalize on whatever audience they have to add to your additional numbers.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I listened to the first couple minutes, but I, I don't give a fuck about Chris Hansen. I don't know who in 2021 20, does. And it's also funny. I mean, Chris Hansen over here, he, he, he has some fraudulent charges against him. Apparently, I don't know if you looked into the show, he fucked some guy out of tons of merch that he had made yeah. up t-shirts mm-hmm. coffee cups i think it yep. was something around twenty thousand dollars which yeah i mean chris hansen up here acting like he's the man y- you have him merch printed up y- you're wasting some small businesses twenty thousand dollars and and you're up here acting like you're the man i, I don't get it
2: i don't know do you, do you know who Theo Vaughn is by chance he's a uh, podcaster comedian uh he's, he's the
1: yeah he got the mullet right or yeah the the
2: southern dude from uh like the Joe Rogan experience he's one of those like comedians he actually had Chris Hansen on his show and he flew Chris Hansen out for the interview he got him a hotel room and Chris Hansen ran up like an exorbitantly large charge at the hotel just completely robbed him of like the generosity to fly him out for an interview completely for free give him the hotel everything and yeah, just ran up like a huge room service tab and like trashed the place and left. <laughs> like he's just like kind of like a known shithead apparently um, behind but the scenes. I could so. see
1: I could see why him and Joe were getting along so great then. I mean, you know, two peas in a pod.
2: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's it's business moves in their mind, I guess.
1: Uh, you know what I want to talk about? Let's talk about Joe. He went on Mano's pod. I actually have a clip for this one. And he spoke about just to, before we get off Rory and Maul completely. He spoke about how you know it wasn't about the money. He's he's seems to be dying on this hill with Rory and Maul. So let's check out this clip I have, and then we'll get into it. Not money. Not the money. Okay. I know
0: it looks like money, mm-hmm. friendship, but it's not money. I, I can. It's not. It's really not money. I don't think those brothers think that I was robbing them. Care about the know. money. Do we ever believe people when they say that? No. No, right? No. I, mean, I didn't think so. It's all The conversation is being had about money. The The, the, the cause of the conversation is not being paid. It's, it's cool yeah, to say
2: this isn't about the money, it's about the principle, but that's yeah, never really I what was it just is. To... <laughs> I mean, oh, hypocrite's,
1: hypocrite style at its finest, am I right? Yeah,
2: <laughs> I style. was fucking dying during that clip. I've seen it already, but just seeing it again where Maul's like, they'll say it's about the money because that's what started the conversation. Yeah, it's not about the money. I don't believe they weren't getting paid. Well, they said they (laughs) weren't. The conversation's about the money. Even if you think it's about friendship, it's about the money.
1: No, it's about respect and transparency, but transparency about what? The The money. money. So it's just, it's baffling. Like, you know, just say it's about the money. Who gives a fuck? We'd respect you more. Obviously, it's about the money. Who gives a fuck at this point? Joe is on this uh, image rehabilitation tour, and he's going to... He's going to shout this from the rooftops to anybody that'll listen to him. It seems like.
2: Yeah. And it, I don't know if you've ever been like had friends that you've gone into business with and gotten like screwed over money wise. I, I definitely have. And it sucks. Like I, from my perspective, I'm like, damn, I, I lost a good friend. But the reason why I lost the good friend was the money. So yeah, I, I don't know what he's trying to do here or if, Like, he's gaslighting himself to the point where he doesn't believe it's about the money. But, I mean, come on. He he said it himself better than I can.
1: Now, I got a piece of news here, Yog, that kind of fell under the radar as far as JBP fans go. But if you take a look at the picture on the screen, the Louis Vuitton hat has made a comeback this week. Yep. A lot of people haven't spoke about this, but let's just speak about this picture. I mean, the Louis Vuitton hat's back. Joe's in his grandmother's sweater, and he has that gold skincare routine, whatever that is, all over his face. If this does not look like a man down bad, having a breakdown, I don't know what is. Look at this. And no one was even talking about this. And he also wore the Amiri shirt this week on yesterday's pod. So my question to you, Yog, is... He waited a little bit. He wore the Louis Vuitton hat for what? A month and a half straight. Will the Amiri hat, given all that's been said about it, ever make a return? Keep in mind, he did wear the Amiri shirt yesterday.
2: Oh man. I, I can't imagine him doing that. Uh, The, the amount of lack of self-awareness it would take to throw that hat back on after everything that's gone around the memes, everything related to it, you know, the, the Pepe emoji we have in the Discord with the hat, like everything around it is—it's—it's it's just so laughable. And since that was such a huge talking point and such a like clipped segment from that pod that they did, I, I mean, I, I would be surprised if he didn't throw it away.
1: I just don't. know. I mean, if you're gonna wear the fucking shirt, he might as well throw it on and just own the hat at this point.
2: The shirt was wild. I, I didn't think he was ever gonna wear the shirt, but <laughs> like, yeah. I, I was shocked to see him wear the shirt, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he will have the hat on next week, and I'm the idiot because I didn't even think he'd wear an Amiri shirt.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think we'll see it come back one day. I mean, the Louis Vuitton hat is back, so, I mean, anything's possible at this point. So I guess only time will tell as far as that situation is concerned. Yep. Let me look through these. Uh... Oh, and I don't know, just while we're talking about, you know, Joe and Chris Hansen being thieves and, you know, frauds and committing fraudulent behavior i don't know if you caught it on i believe it was saturday's episode joe was sympathizing with bernie madoff apparently he had just watched that robert de niro movie that was done on madoff and he was really you know just really sympathetic towards bernie and all that he'd done do you think this is joe maybe seeing some of himself in bernie madoff or am i just completely off base with this take
2: Um, yeah, it's, that's a tough one because it's, it, it's so obvious to paint the picture. It's like, you know, when someone commits like fraud with money and they sympathize with someone that committed fraud with money, it's very easy to draw parallels. But in defense of Joe, like the picture that people try to paint with Madoff, and I'm sure you know this too, being from like the Northeast, there's always like the, oh, he was actually trying to help some people like there there was that idea of where like he wasn't trying to defraud everybody that he was like investing and working with but he did <laughs> like that happened he's in jail for it for the rest of his life so to sympathize with someone like that i'm not i'm not trying to say it's like sympathizing with a certain dictator or dictators that existed in like their ni- early 1900s but it's pretty damn close like you're talking about someone who defrauded a, like a ton of people bankrupted them and ruined their lives. I don't know. It's just a little scummy, but yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah. uh, Bernie Madoff, I believe is no longer with us. I believe he passed away last year. I could be wrong. My
2: memory could be wrong. Uh, Yeah. That that could be a Mandela effect for me. I I might be thinking of someone else. Um, I'll I'll get that for us right now.
1: Now this next topic I want to delve into is. uh... He
2: did die. Wow. He died. No, he died in April, dude.
1: Yeah, I knew I'd seen it. it
2: wow. Scary. I didn't realize that. Was it COVID?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. I know he's in prison. and I know it was going he around. He was in prison.
2: prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going around everywhere. Yeah. I mean, he's old as shit, too. He's like 82. Yeah. I should just be old age. Yeah. We're not going to give him COVID.
1: Yeah. So this next topic I want to go into. I, I mean, I talked to you off air. I, I wasn't sure if me and you should talk about it, seeing as... We're both white. No, oh,
2: for this sure. Is, yeah.
1: This was something that uh, happened we'll on yesterday's lightly. pod. Yeah, I'm going to tread very lightly in a very um, BPK like fashion with this. But let's play this clip and uh, we'll get into it on the other side.
0: Well, go I, I want to hear you say no Hypothesis this is white privilege. I don't even. How the hell do you spell this if it's not white privilege? This is the exact definition of white privilege. That's my take what y'all
2: it crossed my mind
0: then sure. i would i would be a liar That crossed your mind? I, I would be a yeah. liar Wow. he looks like the uh preppy rich white kid that gets what he wants i still don't say his... we don't have to get caught up on this you...
1: i mean parks I, I before we even get into anything he looks like the rich preppy white kid that gets whatever he wants as opposed to what motherfucker you the white guy who can't even bother to take a shower or get a fucking haircut for a definitely year. Definitely projection
2: there. Definitely projection. The, yeah, the, white guy sure. who,
1: the white guy who can't be bothered to go to fucking CVS and get some acne cream. You stank, smelly motherfucker. Oh, yes, it definitely crossed my mind. It was white privilege. Shut up, Parks. You fucking loser. Oh, my yeah. God. And did you, the, the, the best part of that clip was Ish and Ice completely shutting it down. And then I didn't include this part in the clip, but they brought up, I guess, May. I'm not very familiar with the boxing world or these YouTubers, but apparently Mayweather fought some Japanese kickboxer or he something. Did. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. He and- fought an uh,
2: undefeated Japanese kickboxer as a part of an exhibition show that was put on by like um, billionaires. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Ice and Ish asked, was that Japanese privilege to which Joe said no, because... That guy was, you know, he had a real boxing career. I mean, from what I've seen, I don't follow the Paul brothers. I'm not a fan of these guys like that. I watched the fight because it was just a big thing going on. But apparently that motherfucker is like taking boxing seriously. And if they could make million dollars, millions of dollars doing this fight, why not do it to me? And I know I'm, I'm a straight white male, so I'm sorry for having an opinion. But to me. This had nothing to do with him being white and more so about the fact that he has 23, almost 24 million YouTube followers. It doesn't matter if this dude was Puerto Rican, Chinese, whatever. If you have 24 million YouTube subscribers, you're going to be able to do the same thing Logan Paul and Mayweather just did. Am I off base with this claim? And I know you're also... A straight you're white not. Male, so I'm sorry. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. So you're, you're not entirely off base. The one thing that I will add to this, though, in their defense, just so that we can kind of cover all the bases here, I think if you want to talk about white privilege in this, like, scenario, yeah, d- does Logan Paul benefit from being white? Of course. Like, he's got that look where it's like, okay, he's a white guy that's successful and he's, like, charismatic and he's funny and whatever, whatever attracted him to that. Of course, like, you know, and, middle and school and to high school fan base just that has now grown up with him.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying white privilege doesn't exist. That's not I understand what I'm you Yeah, I just want I to get that out there because it For obviously sure. yeah. exists. But I'm just saying in this particular case. No, but carry yeah. on. Yo, I'm
2: going to I'm going to I'm going to continue here. Yeah, he's been given a lot of opportunities because he's white. Of course, him and his brother have and they've capitalized off of them, And they've worked very hard to make them a reality. There's a lot of white people that are given opportunities like the Logan Paul and the Jake Pauls have, and they don't do shit with them. So the fact that they were able to continue to build their brands, both of them have been canceled like God knows how many times, and it just continued to get more and more popular. You got, I mean, fuck. At some point, you gotta just throw the hat in and be like, yeah, they're, they're they're talented. They're very good at what they do. Yeah, sure, opportunities have been given to them to get to to this point, of course. But shit, like fighting Logan, like fighting um Floyd Mayweather for Logan Paul, that, that was a clear business move from Floyd's perspective on hey, we can both make some money together. I think Floyd made significantly more money than uh, Logan Paul in that fight as well, too. Like it was just a smart business move for both of them.
1: Yeah, someone in the chat said that Floyd got fifty percent and Logan Paul got ten percent. I mean, shit, yep. you, you could give me five percent or whatever that fight brought in, and I'm fucking chilling. So I yeah. think they—they they both made off like fucking crooks. So,
2: <laughs> no pun intended.
1: Exactly, exactly. Uh, someone just popped in. Oh, we got—we got. This is perfect. Why can't I let these people into the fucking studio?
2: Who do we have here?
1: We got Kane from NMTV, and like I'm trying perfect. to let him—I know I'm trying to let him in, and it just doesn't fucking let me. It says it's can. Ken- May, I think maybe he has to turn his camera on. It's showing me a camera with like an X through it. I don't know.
2: That's weird. Yeah, maybe he disconnected. I don't know. That's weird. I know um JBP memes was also Oh uh,
1: here we here we here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey Kane, Can you how hear you me? doing, brother? Yeah, how you doing, What's brother?
2: What's up? What's up? What's up? How's everybody
0: doing tonight? How you doing, doing? well, man. Bro? Uh,
1: There's no, a little I'm bit of back sorry. going to right? now Yeah, if you could just throw headphones on or or if you have a pair or anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got you. Hold on. Thanks, bro. But
1: yeah, I've been trying to... Kane has a uh, a YouTube channel. He covers a lot of things hip-hop related. He covers a lot of the JVP news. It's NMTV. Type that in. Type in Joe Button at the end because then you'll definitely get his videos.
2: Yep. Yeah. Drop him a sub, everybody.
1: uh, Yeah, he's he's a hilarious dude. Anytime I listen to his his shit, I'm always I always end up dying. He got a lot of passion. And I think he's a perfect guy to ask this question to. Maybe he'll have a different take than us. Maybe he won't.
2: Yeah, I'd love to hear it for sure. Yeah, I mean, very entertaining. One of the best content creators in the space, if like as far as original content goes
1: yeah i mean he's just a hilarious dude but before we get into that was parks parks is still the number one bootlicker especially after that those ad-libs to joe about how logan paul was white privileged up right yeah Yeah. i don't think
2: there's ever going to be a scenario where parks disagrees with joe on anything
1: uh kane you there all right we're still waiting on kane yes uh But I don't know. There was a clip going around on the Reddit. I don't know if it was your Reddit. I don't know if it was my Reddit. But it was uh, something saying a lot of cross pollution there. A lot of cross pollution. A lot of hate. A lot of people. You guys banned. Come over to my place and just get started. And they're not even
2: banned. Like it's like they created the account yesterday and they're freaking out about not being able to post. It's like just chill. Wait a little bit. There's a lot of spam that goes on on Reddit.
1: But Like, I you, can't go on
2: r slash NFL and just post whatever I want. Like, it just doesn't I work know. that
1: way. Uh, but what was I going to say? Yeah, there was an there was a instance in the pod yesterday where, where Joe basically, without telling Parks to shut up, told him to shut up. I don't know if you caught that. Parks was, like, interrupting Joe's genius thought. Yeah. And and he cut <laughs> Joe off. And, Park, it was and like, Parks, yeah. yeah, he just curled up like the little stank rat that he is and did, yeah. like, continues to get disrespected <laughs> in his own home. It it just, it's incredible.
2: Kane, what did you think of that, uh, like, Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather, white privilege clip from the pod?
0: Which one? Was that one he said, uh, he was like, that's, that's, uh," he he made a little comment where it was like, that's white privilege, but we're not going to get into that, that one?
2: Yep. Yeah, that one. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm sure he has a point. I just didn't, I didn't, he didn't, he didn't explain on this, so it was just like, okay, I mean, all right. Yeah, it's 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 hard to
2: even like kind of criticize what he's saying. Yeah,
0: right. I would like for him to you know expound or whatever the word is, but I mean, come on. The funny thing though is that he was talking about Cash App, and we haven't had his his comments on Cash App, but he talked a little bit about it. Obviously, you know, that's oh yeah, all over the fight, yeah. I don't know
2: if you saw it, but like all over, like it was on the ropes. I've never seen sponsorships on the ropes. I just, yeah, yeah,
0: I just saw that. I saw that. And I was like, this is going to be, watch them talk about this on that pod on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. To me,
1: that was definitely Joe trying to massage that relationship. Like think about it. Cash app dropped him. This is the first time Joe's had like a business uh, endeavor that's ended where he's not trashing the company for once. You'd think you, usually joe Budden would have gone on a cash app tirade by now but since those Which, olivia yep. the olivia dope accusations were just so wild that he really didn't have a foot to stand on when are you gonna get mad at
2: yeah. them how you gonna get mad yeah unless can, like, unless hear me out like he did mention like hey it's on hold i think like maybe in his mind he believes there's a way for them to get worked back in as far as the sponsorship goes i mean <laughs> maybe I mean, I don't I, I don't see like, it either but <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i mean he said i i made a video a couple of weeks ago these videos at this point I just they're blur but somebody commented they were like yo joe said on the pod maybe it's better that we don't have uh corporate sponsorships for you know in terms of creativity So i'm like yeah I mean yeah that's probably true but it's also a very convenient thing to say it's For like sure. A, and it's like, yeah, and are probably, you going to take your
2: content to the next level? Are you exactly. going to talk about the things you can't? No, exactly. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's like, where are you going to go? He, he says he wants to move away from rapists. Like, well, good luck with that one. You want to oh. move completely away from And I like the interview they had this past uh the part. Uh, Chris, the Chris Hansen. Hansen
2: one. Yeah, yeah we we're talking like about it. that.
0: Yeah, it was cool. I, I liked it. You know, I I don't it, I I don't like most of the interviews from this show, but I like that one. and I like the Cat Williams one. I don't know if you guys talked about that, but I really like that interview.
2: We talked about both of them. Our our perspective on it was Joe Budden has always been very anti-interviews and like anti-press run interviews specifically. Yeah, that's bullshit.
0: We all know that's bullshit. No, no, he's not.
2: Yeah, it's it's a safe route to take, which is what yeah. he's doing. Like you kind of capitalize on their audience coming over, cross pollinating, yeah. talking to you about what's going on, and then their like their fans want to see it, obviously. So. That's, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean, he wants Chris Hansen's audience. <laughs> <I> mean,
2: <laughs> you heard what,
0: you heard <laughs> what he all said the way, on he the blog. Like you heard what he said, though. He was like, Yeah, I want to move away from as far away from rap as possible. I was, okay, all right. I don't know if that audience or whatever audience you're looking for. I don't know if they're going to be into y'all like that, but okay. All right. Yeah.
1: And why would Good you want to move away from your bread and butter? Like, see, this is what I, happens.
0: I know. He I, reached hey.
1: a level of success, and now he wants to move away from what got him to the dance. So this is just a signature move that people do once they come into money and get some success. Uh, We didn't have you on last week, Kane. I tried to get you on, but the, I was doing the stream earlier in the day. We're going to start doing it at nighttime more. But what do you think about Joe saying he went bankrupt? Do you believe that? Do you think that's just that's just talk? Because I've had people in the Reddit call me an idiot because Joe said he filed for bankruptcy over the weekend. Apparently, you can't file for bankruptcy over the weekend. My retort to that was maybe he filled out the paperwork, submitted it Monday. But do you think that's true? Do you think Joe's just looking for sympathy? What's your take on that?
0: No, nah, I mean, I just I think he was trying to joke or whatever. I, I don't know if that's true, because the thing is, it's like, wouldn't that be reported everywhere? Because, like, I don't think the writers would ever miss out on those clicks. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think he's joking, but I wouldn't be shocked yeah. if that's what's going on.
2: I don't know if that's public information, like if those like court documents <laughs> oh, okay. are okay, okay, confidential okay. or not. They right, can, right, if right, they right. are, though, then like they sure as hell would be like talked about. Katie has a real question real quick on the uh, the guest topic. Uh, not that Katie, by the way. Uh, Do you think Joe is getting guests on because people have been saying Maul was Joe's connections with a lot of celebs and he's, like, overcompensating for it?
1: Well, a lot of people in the Reddit were trying to say that having Chris Hansen on was somehow a slight at Charlemagne. I don't know if Joe's trying to flex his, like, D-list, C-list star power that he could garner these... I'm sorry, I know you like that. I know you like the interviews, Kane, but these irrelevant guests who fucking... The mainstream no, 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 no. does not care you're about it right. in
0: 2021. No you're, right. no, you're right. These are pretty ir- ir- irrelevant. Guys. Well, not, well, not Chris Hansen, Yes, Cat Williams. I put Cat Williams, and you know, I, I just love Cat Williams. Cat, Cat Williams
2: yeah. is one of the funniest comedians of all time. Like, all right. That's what the I'm saying. He's one of the most under- fucking hilarious. Yes. yes. No, no, no. Yes. You guys yes. want now, to Chris talk Hansen? about?
1: You guys want no, to talk about? Under- talking, r- no. You want to talk about underrated comedians? Cat Williams, Eddie Murphy. They can't hold a can. Go watch some Kevin James stand up, all right. No, dude,
2: shut <laughs> up. you were on the Discord with this shit yesterday, man. Fuck out of here. Queen. Kevin James bullshit, King of Queens looking ass. Fuck, I like that. of Queens, though. Of I God. mean, an excellent show. Classic. but like, come on, well, like, was a Cat Williams, Eddie Murphy. Like,
1: nah, cat cat Williams is is a legend. He was classic. All yeah. I'm saying is the last time I saw him on the internet, there was like some yeah. 13-year-old kid beating his yep. ass. Yeah, that yeah. was a
2: clip.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah it so, was hilarious. I mean, i'm just happy he's always I'm just, just happy
2: something
0: funny yeah i'm just happy he had the chance to talk about it, at least you know because he hasn't i i don't keep track of all cat williams interviews but i'm just happy he got to say something you know I man you're not alone i mean no one's
1: keeping track of cat williams period in 2021 <laughs> but just to just to piggyback off of uh, joe being bankrupt i don't know if yeah. you guys saw him shopping for lambos on his Instagram live yesterday. A couple people hit my line about that. He was looking at some Lamborghinis, and he was scoffing, (laughs) just scoffing at the idea of copying a 2020 or a 2019. Joe Budden can't do that. So my question to you guys is, maybe Joe really isn't bankrupt. Is this him showing the world he was just joking? Is this him flexing? Is it a combination of both? Why does he feel the need the man who talks about privilege and all this stuff to post his $100 slab of bacon, his $300 steaks, not pay his <laughs> chef, and then show us that he's shopping for Lamborghinis and scoffing in disgust at the idea of a 2019.
0: Was that chef's story real? That was a real thing with the chef? That's oh, a, that's a that's
1: real funny. story. There's, there's also a story out there. He it was really said online.
2: I, like, yeah, he, we don't know like how real it is, but it was really said online, that people really talked about it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm he said listen, it; but... <laughs> he's the one who said the story, so I'd assume it's real.
2: It was someone that said like they like Joe Biden owed them fifty thousand dollars of backpay rent. So, like, people have just been saying anything. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what's real anymore? It's so believable. That's know. the problem.
0: Yeah. Like... <laughs> Oh,
2: shit.
1: So is Joe flexing just to show everyone how good he is because the cash app deal is gone? He's still chilling. Uh, What do you think the mentality is when he says, you know what? I'm going to go to the Lamborghini dealership. I'm going to post it on my Instagram. I'm going to eat three slabs of bacon. What what do you guys think?
2: uh, The comments are saying it's like when 50 declared bankruptcy and did that like Conan O'Brien interview where he's like, yeah, I'm bankrupt, but. I still got money. Like, it's like that type of, Hey, maybe he's got some like, you know, tax evasion that he's working on like some well, weird loophole that he's trying to go through. So he's bankrupt. And I don't know. There's if, a lot of different angles financially. If
1: I have any listeners who work for the internal revenue service, please look into this guy. I mean,
2: please. Yeah, please.
1: <laughs> Do your due diligence. <laughs> tell, tell your supervisor. There's a dude. If you work for the IRS and you're in New Jersey, Take a look at Joseph Button because you know, like th- this needs to be addressed. I don't know. I actually,
2: uh, I actually flew with an IRS, uh, like, like person one time I just worked there for like 15 years. Did
1: it's you crazy. get their number?
2: Uh, no, but I did buy her drinks and they didn't charge me on the plane. <laughs>
1: oh man, we got to get Dude, an IRS. I guy. love it
2: when they do that. You know, when you get drinks on the plane and they just don't charge you, yeah, just like, yeah, it's on the house. Don't worry, about it. you're <laughs> drunk as fuck already. You boarded this plane like. Blacked out already. You'll be fine.
1: Now, Kane. Since we got you here, I'm just gonna go back on a couple topics with Rory and Mole. Do you think that they're taking too much time with coming out with their new show?
0: I I mean, we sitting here waiting. Like we're waiting. Uh Like, come on now. It's like, listen, y'all got all this momentum. Yeah, yeah, I gotta drop, you know. They always talking about this with artists. It's like, come on, it's I don't, I don't know if there's some legal things, some paperwork shit that they still trying to figure out, but it's like dogs, you drop the teaser, let's go. We're trying to. I think they are. I think they are. But honestly, I don't I think they're gonna go a completely different way than what he was doing before. Because if they even try to do something like that, it's not gonna work. Like you're not gonna have the JBP without the JB. Like, that's not gonna work, you know. So I think they're gonna try to they're gonna try and do some more interview thing. I would, I would think. Right, I'm assuming
1: you, you saw the picture of them with Belly that I just put yes, on the screen.
0: Yes, 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 I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. So this that's, is the that's... type
1: of content you would prefer over them just having a pod no, now.
0: <laughs> if I'm being honest, what I prefer is is these is these dudes talking as honestly as they as they can, like without being scared of you know stepping on people's toes and things like that. Because these guys, that's the thing that separates them from academics and Joe Budden is they would never talk about. They own dirty laundry. They would never put like. Is Rory ever going to talk about the academics thing? Probably not. Probably no. not. He should. He should. But he won't. And he's probably smarter for doing it. More's never going to talk about the academics thing. You know, more's not going to talk about you know what people have to say about him and his brother. Like they're not going. They're not going to touch none of that stuff. And I, you know, I, I I prefer that. I prefer that. I really would. And I prefer them to talk honestly about all these people who they you know who they who they know you know, and they're familiar with, I I really would, but they're not going to do that. So they're probably going to do this interview shit. This, this kind of, you know, talking about the creative process and all this kind of shit, business shit, but without being any, you know, transparent at all.
1: You do bring up a a great point because I mean, now that I'm thinking about it with the perspective you just gave me, seeing them here talking to belly. I mean, I don't think honesty's in the cards. I mean, if they're going to be, Talking to people like Belly and artists and stuff, we're never going to get an honest take from these
0: bums. Nah, nah. It's like dogs. No, I mean, which, which, that's what I, I think that's what we're missing right now. Well, not necessarily missing because we have academics, but Charlemagne to a certain degree. But well, you're giving yeah. button
1: too much credit. Button. oh, well, no, yeah. Well, really. no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right.
0: You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But we you know well so I guess academics, but academics doesn't even talk all that honestly about it because he always you know academics is always on other people industry niggas and it's like dogs oh, you help the whole thing run too so what do you mean, right so it's it's kind of like the same thing with Joe for me anyway and you know, I I could be wrong other people could feel different but well that's academics what
1: on that. academics speaks on Desiree Perez which I have to tip my hat to oh uh, yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah of course of course, of course. he was the first
1: yeah. one to bring Desiree Perez to light and while we're on that snitch.
0: That Rock Nation snitch. <laughs>
1: I don't know if you guys right. saw this in the news this week. Let me let me see if I got it here. What the? Mo- <laughs> Hold on, give me a second. All right.
2: Yep. <laughs> Michael yeah. Meek yeah, yeah. Mill yeah, yeah, yeah. and Jay Z
1: sent Robert Kraft his dream Bentley for his 80th birthday. Yo, I don't know if you're ac- have access to Google. Could could someone get me Michael? Uh, Robert Kraft's net worth—he isn't he worth yeah. billions?
2: Well, yeah, I mean he owns a fucking NFL team. <laughs> he's he's super rich.
1: Now Meek um, Mill, Meek Mill was in the street, in his, in his yeah. fucking Bentley. Meek Mill and saw some kids on the corner selling waters for a dollar. Gave those struggling kids trying to make a buck twenty dollars to split between five or six of them, and then mm. that stupid fuck who deteriorates his fucking legacy every day on Twitter, goes and throws in on a fucking Bentley for this old, mind you, white, rich, billionaire?
2: Dude, like, it's insane. Like, we were talking about Bernie Madoff dying at 82. Like, this guy's going to be dead in five years. Like, if you're buying (laughs) him a Bentley, like, what are we doing? (laughs) Help your kids, like, preserve your legacy. Like... Unless there's, like, some, like, you know, like, deal that was happening and this is just money laundering. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. This oh, is insane.
0: What if I had I,
2: Meek I, Mill and Jay-Z money, I wouldn't do this for some of my best friends. Like, what are we talking about here? I'll buy him a Nissan, not a fucking the, Bentley. Yeah. This is what I
0: was talking
1: and then people, yeah. on tw- then people on Twitter are fawning over it. I And like a week ago, didn't Jay-Z and Beyonce just buy the most expensive Bentley ever made for like a million? I don't know if you guys saw that. That was another piece of news. But these idiots like Meek Mill who gets up there, pushes yeah. prison reform, pushes yeah. all this shit. You don't think there's a struggling family or a hundred dozen... Or a or hundred families that could have benefited off just a fraction of what this fucking car is worth and they put in. But people on Twitter are like, "Hove's the god. Hove's a legend. They'll give meek shit for it. But you don't see much hate for Hov for it. But everyone... Like, people need to fucking get their head out of their ass. And then they're buying... The, everyone has shit to say. Why privilege this? Why privilege that? This white billionaire was just gifted a fucking Bentley by jay-z and me make it make sense kane can you make it make sense to me
0: mm, nah not really I, when you said the well, stuff that was in the news i thought he was going to talk about the mariah carey thing to be honest i don't know if you saw that but this i mean i just saw it and just kept scrolling i don't know i don't know nothing about this shit just that rich people shit. the only other
2: it. thing i have to say is like cars are one of the worst assets to buy like if you're going to spend a fuck ton of money if you like not the it. car whatever but like that thing's going to depreciate heavily within the next 5 years. <laughs> Once you take it out of the garage it loses like $80,000 in value. It's crazy. Right? right. All right.
1: Now what you were talking about Kane was apparently Mariah Carey parted ways with Rock Nation because she yeah. wanted a she wanted a smaller team. Now, I don't know. Mariah Carey is a known diva. I would that be the last mm-hmm. thing I'd ever expect. Mariah Carey to want was a smaller team. This is a woman who walks around with a dozen people, you know, to do her hair and her makeup, and someone to fan her at all times. So, is this bullshit? Is there more going on behind the scenes that they're than they're telling us, or do I mean, you I think th- that's the real story?
0: I thought her. I thought her response was. <laughs> I thought her response was. What did she say? She did the Vamoose son of a, the the Izzo line or whatever.
1: Oh yeah, I she mean, said. Yeah, I don't know. She alluded to that line though.
0: They probably had a. They probably. They probably had an issue, but I mean, in public, they're not gonna obviously. Nah. They're, not gonna, they're not gonna. They're not gonna put their dirty laundry out there either, you know. Nah.
2: Yeah, which nah. is you know like a sign of like doing good business, not putting your yeah. dirty laundry. On. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. if your co and they leaves, got con- not talk about it, like
0: yeah, they got they got <laughs> and they got contracts, so it's, it's like I mean, there's probably some legal stuff there. So I mean, nah, Absolutely. that's probably the, the story. What that they saying is probably not it's probably not true, mm-hmm. obviously.
1: Yeah, now Kane, let me ask you this. I, I think I asked this on the first live stream, you weren't here, but do you think right. there's any chance now that we've seen this sit down with Belly? Is there any chance yeah. maybe they secure a Jay Z sit down with Rory and Maul? Really, that'd be a real dig at Joe. Maul has those Rock Nation ties. Could it be something we possibly could get?
0: Oh, of course. Of course, yes. So the and they got and you got you got the K and you got the KD back in yeah. Of course, of
2: course, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. of course. Yeah, I mean it's not gonna happen immediately probably, but right. Like right. you said on the right. first like call, like on the first live stream we did BPK, like they could get a, a phone call, maybe oh, like a yeah. fifteen minute phone call with Jay. That that's totally doable for sure <laughs> before they get him in like studio for something
0: yeah i could imagine a little you know skit with Ma on the Mo on the speaker phone he got rory next to him and they talking and they laughing jay say something yeah. that if anybody else said it would well, nobody laugh? but jay said so now we all go ah, ah, you know that's oh of yeah. Thing. yeah yeah i could imagine it right yeah 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 i could imagine that right now <laughs> i could imagine it right now
1: for sure now uh, of course, just of course. just to get off the profit partner pickpocketer joe budden and everything involved with him for a minute. <laughs> Did either of you guys hear the Lloyd Banks album? I did. I heard. Yeah, I, I heard. I heard,
0: again. I heard. I heard a couple of joints. So I heard a couple joints on. I'm. I. You know what I'm doing with the channel. I'm going through a bunch of albums right now. So that. But that's on oh, the shit. list. Yeah, I got looking that. forward to yeah. that.
2: Yeah, that's gonna be awesome.
0: Yeah. You heard.
1: Yeah. A, you heard a few of the songs. What? What did you guys? I heard think this. Of the album?
0: Uh, oh, or what he, you heard of it? He sounds. He sounds. He's. He's back. Well, I mean, obviously he's yeah. not going to be like Loin Bakes 50 years ago, but he's 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 motivated on this. I'm here. Oh, for absolutely, that. of course. Yeah, it, yeah,
2: it's it's album of the year for me so far. Like I liked it better than the Benny Project. It, it it's got an excellent sound to it. Um, it's like 18 tracks. I feel like it's the perfect length too. Not too long, not too short. Uh, the features were all good. Um, one of one few of them were bad. I'm not going to call anybody out, but. I liked it. Like I liked the album a lot. I, I I'm a sucker for a good intro track. If I'm listening to a project, and I'm I usually listen to them straight through. If the Follow first down, song yo. like gets me in.
1: Who was the bad feature?
2: Um, oh, shit. I don't. I don't want the chat to kill me. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna
1: say what I thought was a. And this has doesn't even have to do with the dude's verse. But it sounds like Rock Marciano recording his verse. Uh, Yeah, that's
2: exactly what I was gonna say. It
1: sounds like he recorded his verse on a 2003 computer mic inside of a basket. It sounded
2: terrible. It sounded terrible. Yeah.
1: I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not like huge on rock's (laughs) music. I'm not sure if lo-fi I I know I know that's a thing, like the lo-fi quality. But dude, like that the quality of that verse. And listen, I love Lloyd Banks. My screen name for like seven years on AOL Instant Messenger was Lloyd Banks and some numbers. But my only gripe with this album, the bars a one, lyrics a yeah. one. Absolutely. It's just, it's just, it sounds like it needed a better mix. Yeah. And to me, the production, some of the, like I'm a fan of some of it, but to me, like mixing four or five modern beats, I'm not saying go hit a drill beat or any of this shit. I'm just saying yeah. the beats literally sound like a like a 2003 2006 pack. Like which which is fine. He did his thing. He delivered with bars and everything else. My only thing is just a little bit of updated production, because even on his last album, what was that? Almost 11 years ago now. The beats sound more more modern than the beats on this new project, which if that's what he's going for, that's great. Salute to him. Either way, I still think three or four more modern sounding beats would have really elevated the album. But that's just my take. Banks is a legend. So I'm not hating. This is just a, a real take of mine.
2: Where, where is it, album of the year for you? Like, where does it rank there? Like, mm. as far as what's been out so far?
1: I mean, bro, like, to be honest with you, man, like, I don't listen to a lot of this rap these days. Like, I don't, I, it, it's got to be up there because. Like, bro, like, I don't listen to this new shit. It just does nothing for me. Like, everyone's going crazy for the Dirk and Lil Baby album. It's better than
2: that. Yeah. Yeah, It's just,
1: it does. Like, Lil Baby, like, I I was, I'm not big on him, but in the last few features I've heard with Drake and a few other records, like, he's definitely, he could rap his ass off. Really good. Yeah. No denying that. But it's just (laughs) to me that, That's not the music that's not really for me. I listen to nineties R and B all the time and old school rap. So
2: like I'm a little younger than you, so it's it's hitting my demographic a little bit more. So I've I've listened to it, but I would still take this Banks like Project Over the Baby Dirk for sure.
1: And Mm -hmm. what do you guys think about the DMX album real quick before we get out of here?
0: Now that I I haven't checked that out. I'll probably I'm giving that a minute. Like honestly, it's just like you're not going to take away as dark and hell is hot for me. It's like you know, it's going to be hard to compare it to any of that. It's probably not going to be any good, to be honest with you. But I'll, I'll check it out eventually. You, you're, you'll you a... be
2: pleasantly surprised. I, oh, I thought, as, okay. yeah, as far as like a posthumous album goes, I, I thought they they did a really good job with it. I mean, Jay Z okay. and Nas are on a track together, and I feel like they. Oh right, yeah, I heard about part.
0: that. Yeah, I heard about that
2: one. Yeah, like the features were excellent. Um, Yeah, as far as like DMX's like verses go, it's like you can tell like these were like Lucy's and I mean his idea of what he wanted to put into the project might have been different, but I don't know. Like there's like his there's a voicemail with him like talking to his son at the end, like it's super emotional. Very good project in my opinion. Yeah,
1: I like the I like the letter to my son track. I liked skyscrapers. My my gripe with the album and don't kill me. This is no disrespect to DMX. DMX is a fucking icon. I had all his albums when I was a fucking kid. But to me, it just sounds like he... I mean, if you follow DMX in the 2010s, he he really had a moment where he really fell off. He sounds a lot better than he did last decade. But still, there's just some things going on where sometimes he sounds offbeat. Sometimes his doubles, his overlay doubles on his verse are off. Some, and I know he's known for the growls. I felt like sometimes in the verse, it was just overdone a touch. Uh, I, I don't know uh, I as far as
2: the like as far as like hey we were releasing this after the artist died like i think they did a good job like if it was a dmx album i think we'd be talking about it very differently and a lot of these features to be honest probably wouldn't have been on there but i mean we we've heard some terrible albums that have come out after people died so i don't think it falls into that list i, I know the chat doesn't agree with me on that but i i didn't think it was that bad
1: I think Swiss honestly could have took a little more time with it. And just to counter back what you said, Yog, a lot of these features were done uh, prior to his passing. He discussed a oh. lot of them. Discussed a lot of them on Drink Champs. He talked about Wow, uh,
2: I didn't know that. Married. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that changes yeah. it a lot for me. Okay. I need to go rewatch that drink <clears throat> I, not, not even rewatch. Watch that Drink Champs interview then. Yeah, that was that.
1: that was a great interview. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh well, Nori took that picture with Drake. Was that just some bullshit? Or are we actually gonna get that Drink Champs and Drake interview? I think they just saw each other, took a picture and got people talking at this point.
2: <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, that's that's not happening in my opinion. That that would that would be crazy if it did, but I don't know. I feel like that would that would have come unless they're saving it for the album rollout.
1: Could be, could be. I mean
2: we're, that's what people are saying about like the um uh, Griselda features that uh allegedly exists with drake like we're waiting on like uh clb to drop before we hear like benny or conway on a track with drake
1: i don't know listen drake was like my favorite rapper for years and shit but like i personally did not like scorpion i have not liked anything he's done recently it's not it's not doing anything for me i love drake but like this album is really like a moment where he needs to come with it uh i i don't know because scorpion to me was just the singles were great uh i liked ratchet happy birthday which i know is a crazy take because that song gets like more hate than any other song on the album and considering i hate the album and that's my favorite song i don't know what that says about me but where do you guys stand with drake right now is he like is he in like a uh, an area to you where like with me where it's like yo this album gotta be fire or uh, i'm kind of done with drake at this point
0: so me personally, I've I've never been that much of of a fan, to be honest. But it's not because the music isn't good. It's not because I don't listen to him at all. It's just I find him corny. Like a lot of these dudes is like, if I find you corny, it's gonna be very hard for me to kind of respect, you know, your music. I, that's just how for me. That's just how it is. The way he goes about things, the sim shit. I, I'm just I'm not with it. But, you know, some of the, you know, I like when he's rapping, it's like, it's great, but I honestly don't even want to hear that. I like to hear the songs, you know, that make the, you know, when you got the joints in the car or whatever. And, you know, that's the music from him that I like. But, you know, I don't like that. I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard for me to describe my feelings of Jake. I just don't bang with the music all that much. But I do acknowledge that he's the best. That's that's not a question. I'm not going to even
2: debate that way. Yeah. No, I and I completely agree with you on that. My perspective yeah, yeah. is very similar. Like, yeah, if I'm at a party and Drake comes on, i am like, oh that's Drake. It sounds right, good. Right, like this right. is the setting for it. I'm not downloading his like albums and listening to him on repeat. But I did like Dark Lane's demo tapes. Uh I, I thought he did a good job on that. It was like uh in my opinion that was like a very Kendrick Lamar like untitled unmastered. It was like more raw I guess compared to like where direction it usually goes with albums. So yeah, I'm interested to see what he does.
1: Man, that Dark Lane's demo tape was so forgettable. I didn't even remember about it when we
2: were talking. <laughs> about it just It, <laughs> it was forgettable, but I did. I did like it when it came out. So.
1: I like the song "Time Flies," and I could do without the rest of the album. Uh, Drake really got to step his shit up because, honestly, man, he, he's just he, you don't hear that passion anymore. Like, especially after what Cole just came with, and you could hear that hunger back in Cole. Like, once rappers lose their hunger. Which Drake's has been gone for quite some time. Coles uh, was gone for for a while. Hunger's something that you can't just, you know, you can't just make happen. That's like some real internal shit that just happens. So, I what's don't know. What's the last Drake project see.
2: that you loved? Like, what's the last Drake project you're like, oh my god, this is excellent?
1: Honestly, uh, Views. I loved Views. I can't okay. front on Views. Wow.
2: Okay. For but, me. Like, yeah. I, I didn't love views. So, I mean, it was a good album, but for me, like, what a time to be alive. Excellent. Oh. <laughs> that shit
1: was trash. My Dude, I'm younger than you,
2: man. I'm like 10 years younger than you. Oh, okay. 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 Right, don't rub it in. It's an age thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm 22. Like what a that, time huh? to be alive. Is like, like, that's, that's like yeah. the Holy grail to everybody. They're like, no, in terms of collab tapes, everybody, you know, the, the Dirk and baby thing came out. Y'all us talk about that real quick. That that was what a time to be alive is like that's like the holy grail. They forgot about yeah. <laughs> we forgot about uh, what's it? What's the one with Jay Z and Kanye? Uh, watch uh, the thorn, watch yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. we, the thorn, so. yeah, 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 they forgot. We, we that is the goal for collab albums for everybody. Absolutely. I, yeah. I thought it was okay, I thought it was okay yeah. overall. I love the diamonds on me dancing or whatever, but yeah. And Jumpman, who could forget about Jumpman?
1: You know yeah, yeah. Di- Diamonds Dancing was my favorite. I liked Plastic right. Bag, too. To me, it right, just sounded right. like a bunch of Future songs with an open verse, though.
2: Yeah. yeah. Which is awesome.
0: <laughs> Which, <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Maybe more of that. Yeah. At the time, Future was really like, he was the guy at that time. You couldn't, if I remember couldn't miss. Yeah. Right.
2: Absolutely. Oh my yeah, God. 2015
0: God. Yeah. My I was age 25 is, years. oh yeah, oh yeah, nah. You were, my age no, is
1: really showing because I'm gonna tell you, future, no was it, ne- future was never the guy to me.
2: You're what are you like, thirty <laughs> seven?
1: <laughs> I'm th- I'm third. I'm ten years older than both of you. Okay. okay. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, I didn't I mean, know you motherfuckers were that young.
0: <laughs> hey man, how do you think I got all that energy to be on YouTube all the time? You know what I mean? Yeah. Jesus. Well, listen, guys, I think uh, we've covered
1: all we need to cover today. I mean, Kane, you're welcome to come back. I don't know if we're going to do it next week or